Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Well, I'm back. I'm back. This is Marsha Collier. This is Tech Radio. I want to thank everybody listening on Twitter, the best of Kauai, uh, Mark C, AVGI. Good to see you. Yes, we all have a young heart. Linda Gordon, uh, Linda Sherman, Ray Gordon, thank you for listening during the show. And we're starting our Twitter cast with lovely pictures of a Christmas tree. Thank you, Kurt. Are you back with us? And I could just I could just run over to your house and, and cause problems. But you tell the, the audience what was going on here. <laughs> well, apparently my two teenage daughters that are with me for the holidays were both streaming video. <laughs> so that would that would equate to some packet loss on, on the VoIP as Wade <sighs> so eloquently explained earlier. <laughs> my oh my <laughs> God. Let me just throw in another thing on the Elon Musk story. If you all remember, the story was that you would bring your car to the tunnel. Your car would be dropped on a pod, an electric pod, right, that would zoom it through the tunnel. Mm -hmm. Now it seems that the little electric pods didn't work. So now they're putting little, I guess they're little wings by the wheels of your car Mm -hmm. so that it, how would you describe it? It attaches to the track. It's 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 somehow it's like a rail or track. It's not entirely yep. clear to me, but yeah, yeah, yeah didn't work. Thanks, Elon. No. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, this this uh, this test run that just recently happened, it, it was literally bumpy, right? So, like you know, the 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 riders basically said, "Hey, you know, is this is this the real deal?" And of course, Elon dismissed it as, "Hey, this is this is a pilot. This is a prototype. It'll." Trust me, it'll be smoother in the future. <laughs> like I said, follow through, not totally his strong point. What can I say? Right. <laughs> so do you have Google Home, Alexa, or any of those? Alexa. I have Alexa. So do I. And how many do you have in your house? Probably too many. I have uh, one in every room. <laughs> yeah, I have one. And I have to tell you, I somebody who we're going to see at CES, they have a mute for Alexa that you just clip onto the top so it doesn't pick up conversations in the room. I don't know oh, how wow. it works, but I'm going to be testing this out. They sent me one. Uh, that's amazing because that's the thing that holds me back, and we'll talk about that a little later. Did you know, though, if you have a Google Home device, um, I'm not going to say it. You just say, hey, G-O-O-G-L-E, call Santa. And you can do this on the Google Assistant on your phone as well. And you hear a little dialing sound, and you get connected to an elf, and you actually get to talk to Santa. Um, It's kind of hokey, but you should try it after the show. Just, you know, (laughs) hey, Google, you know, call, you know, our buddy, (laughs) S-A-N-T-A. It's adorable. It's adorable. Did you see the, um, the the Home Alone spoof with with a with a grown up Macaulay Culkin? And it's it was it, it was really cool. And it's like it's sort of demonstrating all the home automation. And he he says Google initiate you know whatever Operation Kevin, and right. uh, it, it, it it locks the door and it turns the light on. And I have all of those products in my home. I got a big kick out of it. Yeah, you know my only problem with smart plugs, for example, 
Um, they only work on something that can go on off without touching a switch. Am I wrong mm-hmm. here? Um, yes, but they also so, make 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 devices that can that, that are built into dimmers as well and to switch plates. But uh, right, yeah, there's yeah. that, and I have those from Wemo. But I don't just I just don't get it. I mean, I only have so many lamps that I want to plug sure. in. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Because you have to have an on-off switch on most. Mm-hmm. You can't turn on a TV because on-off switch. Right. Now, did you hear that Amazon accidentally, air quotes, sent 1,700 Alexa recordings to the wrong person, including someone's audio from in the shower? Which I, I did. <laughs> That's not a privacy issue, is it? <laughs> so did you, did you read about it? What do you think? I did, and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a little frightening, you know. I, I think Amazon has, has stated in the past that they don't they don't store, you know, that information. But clearly uh-huh. that's not the case. Yeah, clearly uh-huh. not the case. And you know, there was this famous case about a murder where they actually subpoenaed, um, you know, the Alexa, the Alexa recording, you know, yeah, recordings in, in, a, in a murder trial. So yeah, it's uh, I don't I don't recall signing any any in agreeing to any sort of terms and conditions that, to allow. Amazon to, to to keep those keep those recordings on a server somewhere. So. Yeah, I'm not little, I'm little not re, I'm not really thrilled about that. We'll talk about the different devices later, but it just that creeps me out. It does. Now you know that I text to you all the time. I'm not a huge fan of using Facebook Messenger. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you do you do a lot of conversations over Facebook Messenger or Twitter DM? It's, you know, it's hit or miss. Um, you know, I, I find that some people are just more comfortable on those platforms than, than others. And so it, it's a mixed bag. You know, I, I find a few people are responsive on Twitter, DM, and some are on Facebook. But for the most part, I, I use my core, you know, my, my core messaging app. And I, there's some WeChat and, um, you know, that I use as well. But it's sort of a mixed bag for me. Well, the great thing about WeChat is whatever the Chinese learn about me, I'm okay with. <laughs> So that's not going to really come back and bite me. I'm not saying anything. But what bothers me is that, and I won't, if someone wants to get into a discussion about anything, I said, let's go to texting. Because as we know about Alexa keeping records, Facebook keeps records, Mm -hmm. Spotify, Netflix, and recently, um, Facebook lets Spotify and Netflix read, write, and delete private messages. So you are handing your personal information over to these companies on all these apps. And I just don't want to do it. I mean, you read the story. What do you think about this? I did. No, it's, you know, again, here's another example of how, you know, Facebook is just falling flat on its face with respect to privacy. You think they would have, you know, learned, you know, when, you know, this this huge issue, you know, um, occurred several months ago, but it's just, it just continues to go on and on and on and on. And it's, you know, at, at some point, you know, good old Zuck, you know, when, when do you step down, buddy? Because, I mean, the, the ship is sinking, <laughs> you know, from my perspective. People are losing confidence. I, I don't know the stats on or whether Facebook publishes this or not on the number of people that are leaving the platform based on, you know, the consistent, you know, uh, churn, you know, in, in the privacy area, but it's, it's it's got to be alarming for the company, and, and the stock is reflecting that right now. Well, the stock. Oh, we have to welcome Uncle Bill. 
uh, you be talking on Twitter because he's been frantically trying to finish his Christmas shopping. Uncle Bill, you missed Norad Santa. Sorry about that. <laughs> but I think people need to be cognizant of the fact that when you use these, air quotes, free messaging right. apps of any kind, you are handing over your data. Now, I admit, I use Google a lot. <laughs> Google knows way much about me way too much about me, but I'm aware that they use it, and I'm aware that they use it for product development, but I don't believe they're selling my private data. How do you feel right. about your safety with Google? I, I do feel comfortable with Google. You know, and obviously, Google is a little bit different than Facebook. You know, Google is they're, – they're looking at your search history, and they're trying to determine – who you are and to categorize you. And, you know, the difference with Facebook, I mean, you are the app, right? That's kind of the, the running joke between my friends and I, you know, and, and based on your, you know, because you give Facebook such a detailed profile and that, you know, if you're very active, like like you and I, Marsha, on social media, I mean, I bet Facebook knows my shoe size, you know? So, right. so that's, that's where it gets a little creepy. But, but at the same time, I've given them, you know, all of that information via my profile and, you know, through my active, you know, use of, of the platform. But at some point, it crosses, it, it crosses a line, right? And I just don't think, you know, the Facebook leadership has, has managed this very well, you know, from the very beginning since it was exposed. I, I definitely agree. I, I hate to say it, but there needs to be an adult in charge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I we get I to a point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I read an article, as a matter of fact, about Steve Jobs. Now, he founded Apple and had some really big ideas when he was young. Mm -hmm. But he was a whole lot older when he invented the iMac. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and people, a lot of people don't remember that, you know, or don't know that, you know, Steve hired, you know, John Scully from Pepsi. And actually, John ran Steve out of town. Steve had to come back to the company, right? And that's when... right. He really made his prolific, you know, impact on the PC industry. So, or on the, on, you know, the obviously Apple, um, Apple segmented, but the computer industry in general. So, so yeah, I mean, you've got to, a lot of times you've got to mature. I personally, um, I, as an analyst, I don't, I don't cover Facebook, but my own personal belief is that it's time for, for Zuck to step aside and yeah, and, and, and let someone, you know, and, unless he wants to see the company, you know, run into the ground bring someone in that can really address these issues and restore the confidence in the users um, around privacy. Well, you know, and we're talking about the smart speakers and the smart home, and you've got the Amazon Echo, as we said, Google Home, mm -hmm. and the Apple HomePod. Now, I have been leaning just a little bit, not for the Google HomePod, but did you see the Google device that has a screen on it? I have seen that, yeah, and I and actually I have an Amazon Echo, which or Amazon Show, which is very similar to that Google that, that Google device. Okay, but did you know that the Google device, the Google Home, does not have a camera? I did not know that. Yeah, it does not have a camera, and it has a manual switch on the back where you can shut off the microphone and just use the touch screen. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. So that was. That was leading it for me, um, mm -hmm. just on a privacy basis, because like I said, I'm testing out that thing where you can mute the Alexa, because right. I don't want it hearing. But mm -hmm. what, do you th what do you think of the Apple device? Have you seen it? 
I've seen it. You know, I'm I'm a little underwhelmed. I think, you know, obviously Apple does beautiful industrial design. They charge a premium for their products. But I think from a functionality perspective, um, it's just, you know, it, it's, it's, pri- it's, it's priced uh, too much of a premium relative to uh, Google and Amazon equivalent products. I, unless you're a total Apple purist and you want everything from an industrial design to match within your home, um, I, I just don't, I don't get it. I'm, I'm very underwhelmed with the product. Well, it, it's like you're totally now invested in Alexa. You're totally invested. You've got them all yeah. over the house. And yep. for you to introduce another product at this point, would be a little difficult. I have the Nest, which is by Google. I have the Ring doorbell, which is by whomever. Who who does the Ring doorbell? I think, I think that's it was Google. acquired by Amazon or Google, one of one of the two. <laughs> there, there you go. And I have one Echo. So I just may jump in for that new uh, Google Home with the screen because, darn, I like a clock at my bedside. I don't like picking up the phone. <laughs> there you go. No, and I let you know. And Google did their homework, you know, and knowing the privacy concerns and providing that <laughs> flexibility to be able to turn things off like the mic and not have that integrated camera. So um, that's new to me. I might have to look into that, and you know, as a as an option for my home. How often do you really like FaceTime with someone? Video chat. Very seldom. I hate to see myself on video. <laughs> Nobody does, and I think this this has been the case for forever. I mean, who really? You see mm-hmm. those Facebook commercials, right. and these people are yapping to each other. I mean, here, look at me. This is my Christmas present. Woohoo! What? Does anybody really do that? Do you, do you no, really? Want to... No. <laughs> you know, yeah, the Facebook portal. You're talking about the, the you're talking about the Facebook portal product that was recently launched. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think that's that's going to be obsolete in, in a few months. I mean, it's just. Yeah, I, I don't see a, I don't see any any viability for that, you know. Well, on Twitter, Mark C underscore AVGI said, in his opinion, some people on social media are way too free with the information about themselves that they share. And mm-hmm. the question is, should social media platforms have to protect people from themselves? I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. um, I saw some some young woman on Facebook. I moved to my new apartment. And she does a pin drop map. What the heck? What are you, are you, what are you thinking? How <laughs> stupid can you be any more stupid? Because, you know, you're supposed to protect your privacy, not just give it away. And I totally think they gave it that totally give it away. And so many young people do. I don't usually check in somewhere until I leave. Right. <laughs> so I'm not really there. Um, let me see. I, I saw something that really blew me away. Have you heard of reverse wireless charging? I have, yeah. It's a very cool feature. This is a thing. You want to talk about it a little bit? Because I discovered it and tried it and blew me away. Yeah, you know, it, it's, it's basically, you know, it's leveraging that large battery inside a tablet or a smartphone to basically charge another device. And you know, the, the the Chinese company Huawei has developed, you know, a pretty innovative product in their, their Mate 20 Pro, which is, that's the equivalent to a Samsung Note or, you know, my iPhone um, XS, you know, Max, you know, type product. But by, by you know, by basically selecting um, something within within the operating system, a feature, you know, you basically turn it on, you're able to, if you have a device that, that does that inductive charging, 
like the iPhone 8 and the XS, is you basically can set that device on top of the Huawei phone, and it'll 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 basically charge that other other device. So it's like carrying around a, a, a spare. It's leveraging that, that that battery within that that smartphone device. So it's it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool feature, I think. So talking about this, basically how it works is you've got this giant, uh, giant, giant battery in the Huawei Mate 20 Pro, which, by the way, I got one as a gift, which is really nice. So I didn't have to write about it, but I'm so impressed by the phone. <laughs> has a 4200 milliampere battery. So what you do, any other phone that has the QI charging standard, now there are two charging standards, so it has to be a QI phone. You just go to the settings, you tap battery, and near the bottom of the page, you tap wireless reverse charging. All you have to do is flip your Mate 20 Pro over and place the phone you want to charge on top of it. Um, it's not crazy fast, you know, so don't expect miracles, but it works, and it's amazing. Cool. I mean, you know, think about CES. Think about now, when you're at CES, I'm thinking of bringing a Skyroam, which is a Wi-Fi uh, hotspot. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Have you ever gotten a decent signal at uh, CES? Never. <laughs> Never. So we'll stick together and we'll use the hotspot. <laughs> but, you know, there's a real question. Uh, the Huawei, so much has gone on about Huawei and the bank fraud yeah. and God knows what else. That company has been beaten to death. But I have to admit, when you look at the phones, and I have a couple of of top phones sitting in front of me. Mm-hmm. I've kind of made the decision I'm moving my SIM chip to the Mate 20 Pro because it's that much better. And I'm not mentioning the other brands because that's not fair, but yeah. it, I'm telling you, the phone is that good. It does amazing stuff. They've done an amazing job, I think, with uh, their industrial design, you know, with their power management and, and features like this reverse charging. And the other thing they've done that they've been really innovative and a leader in is uh, with uh, using uh, artificially intelligent enhanced silicon. They call it their Karen um, chip. And basically the phone, it learns, you know, your your usage. And it, and it adjusts the performance based on your usage. So if you're more of a, a web browser, it'll optimize to a web browsing experience. If you're more of a business email road warrior, um, user, it'll it'll adjust the performance and optimize performance to to tune it to that use case. So, yeah, I mean they're they're you know they've been chided as sort of a copycat for many many years, but yeah, I mean, but they're not copying. I mean everybody they're, not copying. they're really innovating now. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty remarkable. And it's sad. It's just all of it is just so sad because yeah, in Marsha world, everybody should have positive meaning and want the best for everybody. And not steal data, and it should all be wonderful. And <laughs> I just want to run with innovation wherever it is, and we really can't do it because of the way things have happened in the world. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, it's it's been tough. Now, do you you, you use Gmail, don't you? I do. I'm a big Gmail user. From uh, how many? You know, not only how for many my years? personal use, but oh, I've you know. Since, you know, it was in beta, you know, I, I got the invite from a friend Me that too. was working for Google at the time. Yeah. Me too. So have you checked uh, how many gigabytes you have free in your storage? Oh, I, I hit the limit, you know, like all the time. So I, I know that we're going we're gonna to talk about, you know, how to, how to manage this here. But, yeah, it's, it's been a challenge. And, like, I'm cheap. 
I don't want to, I, I don't want to pop for, you know, for the extra storage. <laughs> so I'm always like having to delete things, you know, at the last minute and who knows if I'm deleting something important or not. Yeah. You know, I just, what I do and I will share the story on Twitter, um, deleting emails from Gmail are so important. Like I go through Gmail and, you know, delete from, and you do from with a colon after it. And mm-hmm. let's say Groupon, and you'll get a whole list of all the Groupons, and you can delete them immediately. Um, find older emails. You can search for dates. You can, of course, unsubscribe to everything, and trust me, you won't be missing anything. Right. Uh, but I've just been going wholesale and deleting stuff, but I did pay a ninety nine a month. For the hundred, or do I get a terabyte of storage? I mean, I get a ridiculous amount of storage. That's not bad. It's only yeah, it's $2 really, a month. Yeah. It's $2 a month. I mean, and I got six months free because I'm a Google guide, which mm-hmm. means I do reviews everywhere I go. So, yeah, I think it's worth it because Google has become my de facto file cabinet. Yeah. If I, if I want to find an email that you and I did, Years ago, all I have to do is search emails from you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as long as I don't click delete, we have our file cabinet intact. <laughs> well, I didn't realize it was that affordable, only $2 a month. I, and they must have lowered the price since you know, I last looked at it. So um, that's pretty compelling, well, actually. I, th- I think we should all take a look at it because, honestly, if you're using Gmail, I mean – I I have all my old books. You know, when I sent chapters to editors and things like that, they're all up there. So it, it's a great virtual filing cabinet for me. I don't know about anybody else, but I have a feeling. And real quick, we are close to ending the show. Um, what are your favorite Christmas movies? Uh, i got to tell you, uh, Elf and, and Home Alone are two of my favorites. Okay, well, Elf, I, just I love Elf. And that is on Amazon Prime, so you can stream it. It's a great one. And Michael Keaton in Jack Frost, which we forget a lot of the time. Yeah. Great one. The Holiday, um, That that's, that's a biggie. That's a biggie. Where mm-hmm. Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet trade homes and Jack Black's guy. And Have you seen that one? You know, I don't think I've seen that one. I might have to look. Okay. I might have to watch it now. <laughs> if your girls are if your girls are home, the holiday, excellent, yeah. excellent movie. They will oh, no, love the it. Yeah. Uh, now, have you seen the new Kurt Russell movie, um, The Christmas Chronicles? No, but you know I've, I've I've seen the ads for it, and it's definitely something that I want to check out. Have you seen it? No, I haven't, and it is on Netflix. But I got to tell you, what kind of broke my heart is I remember Kurt Russell when he was this handsome blonde guy, beach guy. <laughs> Now I'm looking at him, he's damn Santa Claus. <laughs> Man, he's old. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, I remember him in those, those wacky, you know, movies back in the, in the day with the, the, the horse or the donkey that would kick the field goal. <laughs> I forget right? that. I'm dating myself big time. Gus, I think it was Gus, but uh, yeah, yep, yep. He's, he's, he's gotten up now, there in age. Yeah. Another one that I don't think gets enough credit is Scrooge with Bill Murray, which is one of my favorites. It's one of my that? girlfriend's favorites too. You know, um, I, I like it, um, but I, but I'm a, but I Home Alone. You can't, Marsh. You can't beat Home Alone. Home Alone is awesome. Well, I want you to see that movie that I suggested to you with your daughters. 
I, um, I, I think the holiday is a big one. And there's another one with, oh, I can't remember it. There's so, Love Actually, of course, and Die oh, Hard, of course. course, right? Because they're Christmas. Not a big fan of Bad Santa, what can I say? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's an acquired taste. Yeah, it, it's an acquired taste, I definitely think. So on Netflix... Do you have any favorite series you want to throw out to people who want to stream and not interact with family? <laughs> well, as you know, Marsha, I'm a sci-fi geek, and uh, I think they did a great job with the Lost in Space reboot. I really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to the second season. It's, that's definitely really, I haven't watched first. the first yeah. season. Is that on Netflix? It's, it is. So I, I highly recommend it. And, you know, every, you know, I think a lot of people are also into Stranger Things. It's, uh, it's a definite favorite of mine as well. Well, we've got our music going, and this, even with our problems, it was a great show. And I want to thank you, Will, for joining me. And thank you. next week, Mark Cohen's going to be back. So, Merry Christmas from me and Will Townsend on Twitter. That's at Will Town Tech. And we'll see you next week. Merry Christmas. This is Marsha Collier on WSU. You've been listening Radio. to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Kenja Dixon was crowned the number one sales executive through hard work, deep thinking, and the revelation of universal talk laws. He now wants to share these lessons with you. Universal talk laws are what you need to know and use in business and at home to have successful and effective conversations. Kenja Dixon shares his wisdom, action plans, and wealth. Each book comes with a chance to win $10,000. Find Universal Talk Laws at KenjaDixon.com. 
Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CM founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. <laughs> 